Hello. Hello. And welcome to episode 19. This is the 21st episode we've recorded oh, no. of Hunchwig. <laughs> uh... <laughs> well, this breaks up our intro a little bit. Yeah. Um, people are probably getting sick of the one-off number uh, right. talk. We've, so, um, we've upgraded to two-off. Yeah. So I've made a happy accident of <laughs> um, calling two of our episodes episode 18. So now we're jumping. No, we're not jumping. Mm. This is going to be 19? This is because uh, I've just said it. <sighs> Dang it. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we should take this as an opportunity to sync up the numbers. Mm. Right? It's, it's, now it's completely wrong. What? So maybe we should call this 21 and 21. It's 21st episode 21. What happens to episodes 19 and 20? Uh, what happened in episode 18? There were two of them. Yeah. You got double, double the hunch pig. Right. For so just you the one episode. For that somehow. Mm, no. Oh, man. I don't no. know if I can live with two off. That's just... <laughs> You shouldn't have made the mistake. <laughs> yeah. You should have incremented that number. Was it a mistake prefixing all of our episodes with numbers? The names? The yeah. titles? Yeah. Maybe. So technically, if we can get technical here. Okay. So in the XML feed for the podcast, right. there's a field called, um, uh, I think it's unique id or something okay which is just that field has to be unique across all your episodes yep so that the podcast client knows um not to refetch it if it already has right so that number is actually was actually 19 for the last one oh. so that was correctly incremented right it's just that the title field is had 18 right the field that everyone sees <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly so to machines to computers yeah to podcast clients that was episode 19 right that i feel like that field well, is more canonical well, well it was than the title it was the episode uniquely identified by the number 19 exactly right it wasn't and the 18 is just part of the title right I mean, that's just a free text field. Like, that's, that's just, just it's just free. You can just do whatever what you, you want call with it. it, right? But it wasn't actually 19. Hmm. It was the 20th episode, which was episode 19, called 18 <laughs> something something. I forget something, the title. Yeah. Dole Whip. Yeah. Dole was Whip. It. Yeah. So, right. So it was the 20th episode. Yep. Episode 19. Yep. With the title. 18 dollop <laughs> right simple so is that what i need to put in my introductions <laughs> this is the 20th the 21st ever episode of hunch pig uh-huh. um episode 20? 20 no are we on the 21st <laughs> um yeah yeah no oh man yeah. Did we this skip another 21st. one? This is the 21st. This is the 21st. So this is the 21st episode. Episode. Episode 20. Yeah. The episode uniquely identified by the number 20. Right. And we're going to name it 19 something something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
that there's a nice yeah it has a nice flow to it <laughs> the intro you know welcome yeah. it's kind of like we're just you know yeah. saying a lot of numbers at you and kind of getting you acclimated to <laughs> what we're about to yeah. discuss right <laughs> hmm. oh man so uh this has been a a, a newsworthy week yeah it's been an eventful week do we want to talk um, about the swiss thing so being that you are from britain yep i would know I about the european i have an important question for stuff you. and the swiss important question for you okay do you like iced tea uh no yeah okay is that is that a thing in britain is iced tea mm, even a thing not really it's always hot tea yeah okay um yeah in in fact in the um i forget it was one of the world wars first mm-hmm. or second there's only two yep um so far right um and it was really just the continent anyway the english soldiers refused to have um tea that wasn't made with boiling water and so we didn't get as much dysentery right in the trenches right um whereas when the americans got involved they could have coffee which did not have to be made with strictly boiling water right it could be made with lukewarm water uh-huh and so there tended to be more um mm, problems yeah from water-based here. diseases yep that was spread so that's fine but that doesn't mean that you can't ice it afterwards with all the ice that it's you have in the, in the trenches right <laughs> you can probably easily do that but it, um but it tastes like crap it tastes like stale old tea, tea. yeah tea yeah. that you've left to get cold okay i think it's delightful and refreshing ha- okay so and i enjoy it have you is it 50 percent sugar no oh that's called sweet tea okay that's from the south okay and it's good in its own way <laughs> i'm not a proponent of it in general right i don't find it refreshing i find it like okay. a syrup okay that is very um sickly sweet and hard to drink okay do you have any um, sugar i will put a little bit it depends in it's kind of a mood tea? thing hmm. i like it on i like it without sugar uh sometimes i'll put a little bit of sugar in okay some lemon but i can go either way yeah i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> cool and i don't remember it's not it was never something that was offered everywhere in england yeah um is there like a soft drink of choice coke coke yep 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 cool soda fizzy drinks which makes me feel slightly childish wait really yeah (laughs) so okay in what context so like you show up at a restaurant and you say oh Uh, what what fizzy drinks do you have what fizzy drinks do you have (laughs) they'd be like oh we have Uh, pepsi Oh, I don't want that. Fizzy drinks. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, okay, that was my big British You wanted to ask about question. Okay. Um, so Switzerland yeah. had a vote, the first um, referendum mm-hmm. um, that I know of, possibly yep. that's ever happened, for basic income. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know about this. No. 
It's pretty exciting. So the Swiss people. Yes. Okay. Um, now, in general... What was the referendum exactly? Like, um, not was, exactly, but like, what is the gist of... Is it just... Ah, does it say basic income? Yes, no? Or is it like... Yes. So the proposal was that every... Should we define basic income? So I can define it in terms of what I understand the Swiss voted sure. on. Yep. Which was that um, every adult mm -hmm. would be uh, provided an income of, I think it was um, 70 or 80,000 a year. Wow. And there would also be an additional income for every child in a household. Wow. Um, and these are, this is euros? um or no yes well no okay no whatever the swiss currency is swiss dollars yeah not swiss dollars <laughs> um um chocolate bars <laughs> oh nazi gold no cheese with holes cheese with holes um slices yeah basic in income so if wow. everyone got a guaranteed um $2,500 check every month. How would society change? So Now, the, uh, the, might... the, point, the point of basic income is that everyone gets it. Um, whether you have a job or not. In addition to your job? Yes. Everyone wow. in the country gets yep. so it's, basic yeah, income. That's the basic level. That's, and then you can... Yeah. And then if you, know, if you work, <clears throat> you get on top of that. Wow. That is fascinating. Okay, so right. they had this vote. They had this vote. It failed. Okay. And um, the big explanation for why it failed is that most of the Swiss people looked into the economics of <laughs> which, yeah. um, what this would mean uh -huh. and worked out that the um, initial basic income was too high. For I'm imagining when you say that most of the people worked out, I'm imagining that everyone got out their yeah. calculators and like, like, let me just figure this ran, out. Ran the numbers. They worked uh, out what GDP was. Yeah. Independently. Yeah. Figured out. You know like, what? Yeah. yeah. I don't think this adds up. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Um, okay. But it failed uh, 70 to 30, I think. Oh, wow. So it was that's a, it was a fairly close. like, and that's, um, that's yeah. Okay. And I mean, I'm speaking from, I don't know anyone in Switzerland. Yeah. Um, I'm not there, obviously. Right. So I'm speaking from secondhand information. Yeah. But that's what I understand. That is, it's, I'm fascinated that it even came to a vote. Right. Um, it's exciting. So what? Um, well, I guess the next steps are for them to go away and rethink it. What, what do you think is specific about Switzerland that they brought on this referendum? Like what... Um, how are they kind of uniquely positioned to even vote on this? Um, uh, do they have a very like socialist kind of leaning um, leader? I don't know anything. Yeah, I, I don't either. Yeah. Um, these are good questions. These are great questions. That I don't have answers to. Yeah. Um, should we check our live chat room to see if they have any? We should. We should. I do know that there are... Um, Finland is also planning to experiment with this hmm. basic income, um, where they're going to run some trials in um, for big cities over the summer hmm. to see how basic income works out. That's really interesting. Um, <laughs> I really like the idea. People flooding to these cities. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, no, I'm not going to vote for it. But in the meantime, I'm going to move in this, move to this city. Um, huh. You for it? I, yes, in theory, I think. Yeah. I guess I don't. The problem is I'm not an economist. I don't really understand what the. Yeah. With the greater, with the macro. Um, right. Kind of. But I like effect is uh, so one of the big um, gripes with uh, social welfare. I think in the UK is that there's this idea that you you either work or you're on benefits. Yep. Um, and that f- I think for a lot of people that feels unfair mm-hmm. for there to be like okay you don't work at all and um, you get paid almost what I get paid working minimum wage right forty hours a week. This yeah. doesn't seem right. Yep. Um, and the annoying thing is that if I didn't want to work, I would have to somehow produce some, like, reason mm-hmm. why I'd essentially have to scam the system. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I like about basic income is it basically means everyone gets the choice, hmm. whether they work or not. Yeah. And it, it no longer, it's no longer unfair because everyone... Everyone gets basic income. Huh. Interesting. Like, I can't be like, oh, the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. scrounger over there is right, yeah. taking all it of... It takes out that whole argument. Right. That is interesting. Um, um, the, to me... The other thing is that it gets rid of a lot of government. Mm. Um, so you can simplify... Right. The government's no longer responsible for making sure that you have all of the basic things that you need oh there's no more like making sure that people aren't going hungry and making sure that this and that interesting so does this oh this is weird so would it coincide with like privatizing a bunch of things that are currently government subsidized i think it would just invalidate them entirely you just wouldn't need them but then okay so like um someone who is on well uh, these countries like finland for example right um do they have i i'm assuming they have um Universal health care coverage yes. from the government. Yeah, I would... I'm pretty I mean, sure I, I every so. country yeah, in Europe I, has. <laughs> right. America's kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, would that change, right? I don't think so. Why would it? Well, you're saying that you wouldn't need government. Uh, so, I'm saying you wouldn't to... need government to um, account for uh, people who are unable to work. Like, you wouldn't have to run through, like, disability benefits right. or um, unemployment okay, and all that kind of thing. Because you, you don't need people to go through those forms and work that shit out because everyone just gets a basic income. Got it. Okay. I was going to say, what? <laughs> otherwise, that would be really weirdly inconsistent. It's like, in one way, it's like the most socialist program ever. And the other way, it's like privatizing healthcare completely. Oh, like, no. Whoa. That's... I think healthcare would still be yep. um, Got it. something that's regulated. Sorry, I'm an American, so I just, I can't assume that that's, you know, a thing. Yeah. Um, huh. So, yeah, does it... But in terms of, like, uh, or, like, homeless programs or any of these programs that have to account for the percentage of your population who, for one reason or another, are unable to function in the framework of society. Yeah. Hmm. Like, there's just a l- you know, it just solves a lot of problems that you no longer have to think about. Okay. So but I don't me, know the problems be, it introduces. Well, let me be devil's advocate um, right. on the very surface level of kind of 
armchair economics, let me just be like, okay, so everyone gets all this money. Right. Um, you could get rid of social security. What if they don't go to work? What if no one goes to work and because they have money? Um, what if everyone, what if humans are inherently lazy and don't actually want to work? So I think we're, and uh, then our country does nothing and sits around and we get trampled on. So I think this, um, would have been a concern in the past. But we have been moving towards an age of automation, where there's basically only jobs that pay minimum wage or jobs that um, build out the automation yeah. stuff <laughs> <laughs> that take away other people's jobs. Huh. Um, so, okay. So I'm wondering if... So that argument is kind of like, it's inevitable that people will there be will doing be, less work. Yeah, I think it's in inevitable general. that there will not be enough jobs for every person. Right. <clears throat> I can I can easily see a world where that is the case. Given the way, given the trends and the way things are going. Right. Um, so I think, hmm. I think there is a certain... I... I can imagine in the future we will get to a point where most of the population shouldn't work because there's nothing for them to do but on the flip side there are a lot of people who uh really enjoy working and are fulfilled by it and by introducing something like basic income you give people the opportunity to take risks right on yeah things that they want to do yeah so um there's no like oh well i'm working three jobs just to like Right. Try to make ends meet, and I don't like what I'm doing, but I'm just trying to survive. Right. Or I have these, like, horrific healthcare costs because I have to manage for a family member or something, so I need to keep this job so that I... Right. And then, at the, yeah, at the at the higher um, kind of end of the economic spectrum, you have... Um, it's the term, like, golden handcuffs. Have you ever heard that? Where it's like... Um, so, like, in tech jobs, you'll hear oh, that, yeah. where it's like, well... I'm working, at or- I'm working at Oracle because uh, right. I tried to leave, but they offered me double the salary. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep making your dumb product. Right. Um, Golden so handcuffs. <laughs> I like that. Where, I, you know, so that argument is like, that person is doing boring work that they don't enjoy. Right. But maybe they have, they do have a creative drive, but it's being kind of thwarted by their greed or their, right. or their, um, yeah their um want to kind of keep a current a certain lifestyle right yeah and so i like i like the idea of um you know having this uh sort of setup where you can take these ridiculous risks Mm -hmm. and go out and that's you know the kind of thing that drives real innovation yep it's interesting it's um yeah I don't know. I feel like it's so different from what we're used to. Yes. <laughs> which is why it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm just hearing like in my in my thoughts. <laughs> You're hearing the thoughts. <laughs> hearing my thoughts of, yeah, kind of just Americans screaming, you know, communist. Right. No, I think... Marxist. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel it doesn't drive with old ways of thinking right like there is a you know certain amount of everyone should work Mm -hmm. and people should you know 
pull themselves up by their bootstraps and yeah, yeah, get on with things. Yep. But but which is what's interesting is that one of your points ties in completely. So there's this idea of like American rugged individualism, right? From Teddy Roosevelt, and right? You, one of your points plays directly into that, yeah. saying like this enables people to to be more of an individual and, right. and like kind of do something that they've always wanted to do right but have felt bogged down by i mean you you look at a lot of startups that are um basically funded by vc money mm -hmm. um they're not making anything they're just hemorrhaging cash right um by introducing basic income you give everyone the ability to do that to do what to do that startup thing to hemorrhage cash oh well like <laughs> yeah, i yeah. i have a basic income that i get whether i work or not right i can spend 60 hours a week working on this awesome idea mm -hmm. and it's not gonna so it's like it's everyone... like i either work on it or i don't <laughs> yeah yeah that's interesting and it's kind of like everyone um everyone works for a startup or what I'm thinking is everyone has a Kickstarter. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, this is my dream project. I have, you know, I'm just throwing it up here. If I get enough interest, mm. maybe it'll be a thing. In the meantime, I'm slogging away at my nine to five right. bank job, whatever. Um, and that's interesting. Huh. This means you could just stop what yeah. you're doing and go do what you really love doing. You can make that sacrifice. You can take a lower, you can drop to basic income. Yeah. How okay. Um does the does a tax structure have to change to support this? Like, May, like so, maybe? Yeah. I guess this is where we're getting into the the area I don't fully understand. Right. Like how do you fund this? Um Well, not even how you fund it, but like presumably people will be I guess maybe this is more a question of because we're already Oh, assuming, like do you tax basic income? Yeah, maybe. Or yeah. Like, do you? Yeah, that's kind of weird. I mean, that seems silly. <laughs> that does seem silly. So I guess no, because yeah. it's just like you just give less basic income. Like, right, it's right. two sides of the same thing. Yeah. But like, well, it's not. It's even worse than that. <laughs> if you tax basic income, then you're giving away money, and then you're spending money to get some of that money back. Because there's an overhead in taxing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. It's <laughs> so dumb. no, yep. don't. So that's like, a bad idea. Anyone who's listening, right. don't tax basic income. Um, this is Planet Money. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Huh. Well, like income taxes, right? Right. Are a thing, and that yeah, I think fund it, a lot of the government programs. I think um, it. I think it changes a lot of things. It changes um, how right. companies pay. Like I. But you're so, saying that part of what we're part of this isn't necessarily a problem of basic income. It's a problem of the new reality of fewer jobs anyway, right? Like right. So, I don't know. Yeah. Assuming that that is the way things are going and um, right. we're doing all this automation and replacing a bunch of jobs. Um, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, you were saying... I imagine that um, basic income would be something that would be uh, paid back by anyone who hires a person. So, uh, so our company hires us, uh -huh. um, my salary would be cut by the basic income amount and my company would pay the government my basic income. Pay the government your basic income. 
I'm trying to imagine, like, yeah. so I can't get basic income on top of what I currently earn. You can't? I shouldn't. But that's not, wasn't that go back to the fairness thing where it's like. Well, no, because now I have the choice of whether I, it's fair because I have the choice of whether I work or not. Right. Whereas at the moment I don't because I'm not willing to scam. Right. Um, or lie to the government to get social services. Right. And social welfare. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, does it require less greed than we have currently in America? Um, for example, like um, I don't know. Like I like this, I think this greed doesn't is... work with a with kind of a ninety nine percent one percent right. Of, um, it seems like I don't know. I can't work, and I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know if greed is the right word. I think people are driven by money it's a yeah you know capitalist um viewpoint i don't think right. that's necessarily a bad thing like getting getting is i don't think it's necessarily bad but i think it's um it could be at odds with this kind of right um setup i think no matter what people always want more money right um <laughs> i think there are a lot of uh i mean there are pros and cons to everything the thing that's interesting is that no one's done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about the idea that someone might be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what what happens. Like, it could fail. Right. It could totally backfire and everything goes to shit. Uh, so speaking of... Yeah, I think it's... I'm totally interested in that. Speaking of um, socialism, okay. communism... Marxism. I learned some things um, this week. So I did uh -huh. find that Glenn Beck does have a podcast. Ah, you managed to get out of your filter. I did. So I, <laughs> so I found, yeah, actually. Oh. So the so, first time I searched for Glenn Beck's podcast, I think it was just like on the train and yeah. it didn't have service. That reminds me. I have some listener feedback about the filter. Oh, nice. Um, so a Jess from Massachusetts yeah. um, was telling me that, um, you know, she was like, this whole filter thing is stupid mm. because I still get posts from Facebook about Donald Trump. Okay. And he's a man I, like, detest and right. don't want to hear news about. Okay. And I was like, so, you know, the filter is there to send you stuff that will give you a strong reaction mm. did you click through <laughs> she was like uh yes oh yeah yeah oh yeah all facebook cares about is that you're interacting right with it, the right? filter isn't to give you and that's a good point which we may have misspoken no. at yes at some point about um is it doesn't the it's not necessarily things that you like yes it's things um, that give you a that you have a strong opinion on huh that's interesting yeah one way or the other hmm it makes you see the world in a very polarized way. Yes, yes. You either want to love th something or hate yeah. it. Um, huh. But like, yeah. if you if you saw uh, something that you're just like, yeah, I don't, I don't care one way or the other. Right. You're not likely to engage with that piece so of it's content. A, it's a little more complex. Yes. So the automated filter bubble stuff does that. Right. Um, the manual filter that you create 
Mm. Right. That right. Is that's what, that is positive. the part that might just be like, oh, I like this. Or yeah. I don't like this. Depending on if you love to debate people or like if you like to see right. things that you want to, you know, fire off and. Right. But. Huh. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so filter rubble. So I found Glenn Beck's podcast. Okay. It wasn't actually that hard. I think I was just like <laughs> had bad service. Like when I tried to search for it last time. Um, it's yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I learned some things listening to a few episodes. <clears throat> um, Hillary Clinton is a full blown Marxist. Okay. So full blown, full blown. I don't know if he used those words, but okay. I will be paraphrasing. <clears throat> she is, uh, so you listen to the podcast. Yes. Okay, cool. Multiple episodes. Um, Planned Parenthood sells dead baby parts. Wow. I need to look into that. Uh, I haven't, I don't really have any. <laughs> Wait, you need to find out if it, if they're actually doing that. I need to fact check that. I don't, I don't um, know. Um, so they, they could. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a lot of research going on with, um, like using, uh, stem cells and mm -hmm. you can get that from, um, a fetus. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. So actually, that could genuinely be technically true. true. Okay. Yeah. Um, Plant, se but saying that selling dead baby part that might not be the most kind of uh, emotionally accurate way to say what's happening. Right. But but okay, it could technically be true. Right. And I can see. Like, stem cell research is something that gets a strong reaction from a lot of people. Right. It does seem monstrous. Right. Um, and that seems... Actually, that does seem like a thing that probably should be looked into. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. Um, the EU wants to classify robots as electronic people so that they can oh, be taxed. Oh, do they? Fuck! They're trying to tax robots yeah as electronic people income tax are we paying robots do they get equal rights all questions that were raised do they get basic income in switzerland maybe <laughs> no actually no no but did they vote in switzerland oh Ooh. <laughs> glenn beck these Turn, are good questions turns out 30 percent of the referendum were just robots <laughs> Say yeah, yeah. I want to. <laughs> the others, yeah. The seventy percent was all beagle. Like, nope. <laughs> wait, you, we could get paid. <laughs> um, okay, I learned that the founding fathers had slaves, but were not racist. Oh, I learned. I learned that. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I learned that guns are going to be a thing of the past if we don't stand up. Oh, it's a good thing we're sitting down. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me process this again. I don't Gun, want to stand up. Guns are going to be a thing of the past if we don't stand up. Um, <laughs> which works depending on which side of the argument you're on. Yes. Like. Anyway. Yeah, gu guns could be a thing of the past if we stand up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. The corollary. Yeah. Works there. Someone um, half the people have to stand. Right. <laughs> okay. So those were some things I learned. And then there was uh, 
the sponsors I thought were maybe the most interesting piece. Oh, is because this is something we could get in on? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to sponsor that program. <laughs> oh, no. I meant are they going to sponsor us? They're not going to sponsor us. Oh, okay. No. His sponsors for his show yeah. I thought were interesting. But they could sponsor us. They could. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's $6 today. Yeah. The price is going up. Yep. Just saying. $6. Unlike the stock market. Um, okay. Sponsors include. Um, and just kind of think of these as a holistic, I don't know, vision <laughs> of of kind of who they're trying to target. Okay. So identity theft insurance. Yep. Worried about people stealing your identity. Uh, Liberty safes. You got to get a safe and put all your stuff in it and protect it. Yep. Uh, A machine to freeze dry your food um, to prepare your family for everything. As a bonus, that ad read is by Ron Paul. (laughs) Um, And yeah, that is a bonus. Freeze dry your food for like 25 years. Yeah. Keep it. Whatever. Um, shotguns you can fit in your pocket. Wow. There's this gun system that you can... How? Uh, it's like, just it's like these tools. So I got this these Ryobi tools yeah. where you can like switch out the battery between different tools. It's like that for a gun. So it's like one gun system and you can put on different barrels uh, for this like small handgun type thing. So wow. you can literally have like a shotgun in your pocket. But without the barrel, uh, well, a short barrel, I guess. It's huh. like a like a sawed off sword kind of, of shotgun thing. Yep, sawn off. Yep, sawn, sawed, so, uh, so- sawed, sawed, sawn. So- I don't know. <laughs> uh, there okay. was this ad for this thing called Freedom Works. Freedom Works. Freedom Works. Yeah. Um, which is an anti-progressive. Um, organization oh i while we're talking about glenn beck and progressive and um versus and gold that was the last one and gold 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 was the last sponsorship by gold um yep while we're talking about all that mm-hmm. do you think basic income is something that the republican platform should pick up i think it's an inherently republican idea should pick up because it leads um, to smaller government and um don't think it's a very democratic idea. Oh, that's super interesting. From what I understand of the two parties. Huh. So on the face of it, my reaction is that, oh, that is like completely socialist. Um, I mean, it's the definition of socialism in a way, right? I mean, it's socialist in the same way that everyone has the right to an education. Yep. (laughs) Which I think is a was originally a republican hmm. um i don't know thing? also the word republican has changed yes it has over the years it has um, unfortunately been taken over by a um religious mm. um minority mm-hmm. well i don't know if minority is right but <laughs> yeah um sorry where were we Talking about basic income being a Republican yeah. Oh, that's idea. no. I think that's an interesting point because, on the face of it, I my reaction was, "Oh, that is like the most Democrat thing." Right. But um, 
But I mean, it? Trump it, Trump has been talking about a flat tax. Mm-hmm. Um, so did the other Republican candidates, which is a terrible idea, a flat tax, because it just basically taxes the poor and not the rich. Um, hmm. Well, <laughs> depends on how you look at it, because you could argue that right now we the poor pay more percentage wise than the rich. Well, so there's, there's so a, many tax breaks and so many like loopholes and right. Stuff. There's a certain amount. The first, um, what is it, eighteen uh, k or twenty k is untaxed, and then it goes up in a mm-hmm. um, right staircase from that. Right. Um, I mean, that's that's assuming there are no other tax laws, no other breaks, right. no loopholes, no anything. Right. Right. Um, but there are. Right. So. Um, so yeah, a simpler like fifteen percent. Everyone gets fifteen percent tax or whatever. Like that would right. probably actually. It would definitely get a lot more tax money from the uber rich, as far as I from what I don't I've heard. think it would. Okay. Um, but once again, I am this is speaking from money. Yeah. <laughs> That's also assuming that um, this is from there are no tax sources. shelters like Ireland or. Is that not the case at the moment? Uh, I mean, the IRS are pretty aggressive about making ooh. sure that your money stays within the U.S. Uh, like Apple, the Apple Corporation. Right. Like big companies like that have, they put huge amounts of money overseas so they, right. to avoid taxes. If we could get, you know, 10% of that money right, or whatever. I don't know. This is... <laughs> yeah. We are not academic uh, experts, um, <laughs> whatever. But I do think there's a lot of money that's being um, okay thrown. So out maybe not like the that. uber rich, but it would certainly um, make the middle class and upper middle class's tax bill lower. Uh, what would Trump's plan of how much tax people should pay of a flat tax, and people who are paying minimum wage would have to pay slightly more taxes mm. or I think everyone just pays less taxes, but it's like disproportionate. Hmm. I am speaking, yeah, I'm speaking from um, secondhand knowledge from uh, uh, YouTube (laughs) 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 Uh, video. Wow. I love that we're introducing a third party to this too. (laughs) So like people are like, no, I heard about that on a podcast, which on its face sounds like somewhat legit. Yep. Right. I feel like a lot of people say that now, like, oh yeah, I heard about that on a podcast. Yeah. And it's like this is like you heard about a podcast we, we from someone that. who heard it on YouTube, from yeah. someone yeah. who said that they heard it from someone who's a Trump supporter. <laughs> people people it's say so it. good. Yeah. People say that about our podcast. Yeah. People are like, Oh, I heard it on a podcast. <laughs> Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> scary thought. Okay. Um Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. We know exactly what we're talking about. Right. You can quote us on all of this. No, don't. Um, Please don't. I think we should take a break okay. to um, get some, maybe a, a beer that right. um, that I purchased with my non-basic income. Okay. And I mean, um, at the moment, no one has basic income right. in the world. Basically. Ooh, I should fact check that. You should. There's probably... Oh, is well, like the thing a, I just read said that... a little, like, island country or something? Well, the thing I just said was, like, um, Finland is trialing something this summer. Mm-hmm. And it's now the summer. Ooh. So there could be people with... Oh, man. Basic income. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this June, Switzerland was the first country to actually vote on basic income. The country's federal council recently approved a ballot measure that would give all adults about $250,000 a month. Like, it's not a small basic income. Who's getting $250,000 a month? Every adult in the country. You just said $250,000 a month. 2500 Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's not a small income. <laughs> um, ah. Shall we make our brentrance? Are we ready? Are we ready? Uh, the currency in Switzerland is Swiss francs. You may begin. I wanted to say francs, but then I was like, that's, that's a French. Why you, would they have francs? You may begin. Swiss francs. We they have Swiss francs. You can begin just to like francs talk now, but Swiss. Have we begun? Swiss francs. So adults get two thousand five hundred dollars a month, and kids would get six hundred and twenty-five dollars a month in this in this world where the the Switzerland well, vote. Worked. Yeah, they they had cleared the federal council had cleared a ballot measure. That would have implemented this if everyone had voted for basic income. 2500 a month. Um, for an adult. But we should be clear, we don't know how much their money's worth. So. Uh, um, do we? No. Okay. <laughs> Is this yen? Is this, are these pesos? Like, no, so that's in dollars. I think it's about a Swiss. Oh, franc. that's in. Oh, I think it's that's about converted Swiss, to yeah. US dollars. But I think it's a, it's about a one to one. Okay. Swiss francs to dollars. I think it's um, actually. I can just like, we have the technology. Swiss franc. So Switzerland has francs. Swiss Fran francs. Francs. Swiss francs. Does France have French Swisses? Uh, they have euros. But wouldn't it be more consistent if they had French Swiss? A, a Swiss franc is one point oh three U.S. dollars. Okay, so yeah, basically, basically, basically. <laughs> I don't wow. get it. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, twenty five hundred a month. Yeah, per Six, person. Six hundred and twenty five per child, and that is basically after money. tax. <laughs> <laughs> That's take home pay. I, I really hope no one who's thinking about basic income <laughs> is taxing it. Good uh... lord. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. It's uh, a good chunk of money. Right. Wow. Um, hmm. Would you be? Would you vote for that in in the U.S. right now? Basic income? Yeah, I think so. I I cannot imagine. First of all, basic income being approved in American politics, like the i like. The idea of basic income being put forward and then everyone saying, okay, if the public vote for this, right. we're going to do it. Yeah. I can't imagine that situation. Right. Um, but if they... But if it did... If it did. You'd be like, yeah. I... Oh. It's a pretty big... So, so what you want is some little country like Switzerland to try it out first. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Wondering if I should move. To Although we don't seem to really listen to, we don't really look at other countries for examples of things. Right. 
which you can does, see from the recent gun control. Does America debates. does America tend to have um, referendums the same way we do? Like um, where there's a really tough topic and you'll ask the whole not, population to not, weigh in on it? Not in my experience, which is very limited. <laughs> um, the, you'll see those at the state level a lot. Okay. For like medical marijuana. Oh, that makes sense. Um, um, uh, there used to be, you know, gay marriage referendums at, at the state level before hmm. the federal. You can now just thing. call it marriage. Marriage, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of a. I hope there's not something really obvious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like last year. Oh, remember when we voted for? <laughs> I don't know. Redheads to get basic income. I don't know. We could start with redheads, maybe. Right. You know, see if that see how that works. Mm. Um. Just a thought, just to keep a small kind of subset. Right. Do you think uh, redheads and gingers are the same? I think those two words can be um, used interchangeably. This is going to get kind of pedantic. Because um, I, I don't really I have would red say hair. You're ginger. I would say I'm ginger. Yeah. yeah, I feel like more of a ginger than a redhead. I see. That's the that's um, who you associate yourself with. That group. Not really. <laughs> I'm just saying. Technically, the color of my hair is is more like Donald Trump's than Ron Weasley. I see. I have a kind of a golden, beautiful <laughs> shade of uh, um, orange. It's basically orange. It's yeah. Um. So yeah, redhead has always felt a little not quite right. Right. Um. I de- I identify as a redhead because <laughs> I'm proud of that. Yeah. Connection, but that heritage. But um, yeah. If a redhead couldn't feel. Um, kind of um, different enough, even within the redheads, I feel a little right, like an outcast because I don't exactly. You're not have, quite. Although I feel like that's really rare, right? Is like that that bold. actually red color. Yeah, without bright dye, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Did I answer your question? I think so. Okay. I think. Yeah. We basically determined that you shouldn't get basic income. Oh crap! Yeah, it's a little more complex. Start that. start with the redheads, yeah. then add maybe all the gingers, all the gingers, <laughs> and then maybe all freckled people. <laughs> um, that totally defeats the point of basic income. Then everyone with where allergies. you're supposed to be adding everyone. <laughs> then <laughs> everyone who needs SPF 100. <laughs> then <laughs> no, um, it goes up to 150, doesn't it? You don't get that. I don't know what it goes up to, but I've also heard that anything over SPF like 30 is kind of not really better than the 30. Really? Yeah. Diminishing returns. What do those numbers mean? So diminishing returns. No, uh, I know. I understand a, what diminishing returns. This is a, um, economics podcast, so okay. I'll, I'll describe supply and demand of <laughs> ultraviolet rays. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, so the Brexit happened. Uh, no. The British exit happened. No. 
the the votes for whether people think that Britain should leave the EU happened. So the Brexit so, so has been voted on. Right. England hasn't left right. the EU yet. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, David Cameron. I'm going to tell you what I know about this. Okay. David Cameron um, in the from the Conservative Party. Yep. Uh, has been the Prime Minister since 2010. Yep. Uh, succeeding um, Tony Blair. No. <laughs> Darn. Gordon Brown. Okay. How long was Gordon... Uh, Ramsey in there. (laughs) He, uh, I don't think he was actually voted in. Did you just combine Gordon Ramsey and Alton Brown and try to say that he was a prime minister? Uh, Try? (laughs) Okay. I just remember Um, Tony Blair hanging out with George Bush and like W. Bush having a good time. And I forgot that there was someone in between him and... But there's it's okay there's to forget Gordon Brown. There's this made up person. In He's a Scot. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I ginger. I feel like I feel like he was fine. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. He was a uh, Labour non prime minister. Um, uh huh. So so David Cameron, uh, yep. Conservative Party. Yep. He was. Um, he put up the referendum. He. Which he had to do. He was in favor of staying yes. in the EU. He didn't have to put up the referendum, but he wanted he to did put it because end. it was part of his um, election platform, re-election. Oh, so and he... all politicians do what they say? <laughs> is that the idea here? It, it is a foreign concept yeah, yeah. here in the, it in is, the States. But it is foreign. Okay. So he said that it was, as part it, of it, being it, elected, he would bring that up. Right. It was a big part of his re-election campaign, was that re-election. he said okay. he would... Put this up for yeah. um, referendum. Because it was a split within his party, right? Within the conservative party of like... Whether we should, should stay, we stay or leave. Or leave. Yeah. Um, and he wanted to bring... Everyone together. Unity and, yeah. in, the plat- in, in the party and bring this up for a vote to right. kind of like... So they can move on from it one way or another mm. and do yep. other things. Yep. Focus on other things. Okay. So that happened. Uh, did not go as planned. No, I mean, no, there were a bunch of things like it happened, um, like what, six months after the general election, um, in the UK. Hmm. And so, um, there wasn't really a, it's weird because this is something that crosses over party lines. Um, like whether you're for or against, it doesn't matter. It's not like it was split, um, conservatives labor, right? Like one was for, one was against, um, there were groups within each that, were on either side and they'd gone from this like um you know general election campaigning where they were constantly at you know against each other yeah to um okay well we've actually got a short period of time to get together and start campaigning for um leave or stay Mm -hmm. and that never really happened or gained momentum Mm. and so um having it so quick after the general election was probably not a great idea in Hmm. hindsight um but i think he was under pressure to do it because he had promised yeah and it's like well if you're gonna do it you might as well fucking do it now wow yeah um okay so that happened um it was from what i can tell from what i've heard it was kind of an upset 
it was kind of unexpected that it would turn out this way. Right. Um, by a lot of people. And the, <clears throat> so you said it wasn't really split like by party exactly, but it right. was, well, I know there were a lot of correlations with how old you are with your age. Yes. And how you voted. Yeah. Um, which was an interesting infographic of like, this is how many years you have to actually deal with the results of this. Right. Like people in their seventies, you know, maybe you have to deal with this for 15 years. Yeah. Um, and you go to leave <laughs> and the young people are like, no, but, I want to stay. And then like, well, you were the ones that, that, I mean, I guess that's either way. Right. It's kind of a, one of the other things is that this wasn't a, um, like, I guess people are saying it's a big upset, but it was essentially 50-50. So it was, the final result was 51.9% voted leave and 48.1% voted stay. So an and upset that, in the sense of what was predicted versus right, what was happening. Not, a, what the not final like re- this was a landslide decision. Right. Not it, like the 70-30 Swiss, Swiss vote. vote. Right. This is a very small margin <clears throat> yeah. of people who... When, and that's small enough where it could have significantly changed um, based on when the referendum happened or yeah. uh, a bunch of other factors. Right. It seems silly. I don't know, but, you know, I don't, I guess I don't know enough about it, but it does seem silly to just say, like, I guess we're going to stick with this decision hmm. based on... Yeah, it's tough, right? Like, where... Um... Like, yeah, is it democratic to be like, let's try it again? Like, right. It, right. Like how, how, if you said that, if they did do that again, if they, if they had another referendum, how would people not say like, oh, you just didn't like the outcome? Like, yeah. Right. No, totally. Um, which I is, did, which is understandable, but I, it is I interesting did, to see that like people are kind of scrambling, um, to figure out what did we just do? Oh God! Like right. there were Google trends saying like, so, what does it mean? What is the European Union? So the bank that I used to um, bank with in England, uh, HSBC, sent out uh, an email to I guess everyone they've um, had as customers, saying like we're we're Screwed. well positioned, oh, okay, and we're going to be able to handle whatever happens. Sort of sending out, like, from their... Confidence. Yes, from their CEO, like, okay, like, I know everyone's, like, scrambling and things seem uncertain, but we are on top of it. And, like, you shouldn't feel... (laughs) Yeah. Um, Panicked. Yeah. And so I think there is a lot of... um, uh, I was listening to NPR on the drive over here, and they had a Welsh Prime Minister... uh, Welsh Prime Minister? uh, Welsh... um, MP. MP. Ooh. Yeah. I was right. You were right. Uh, Welsh I just MP switched the letters out. if I don't, if it's the wrong <laughs> Instead one. of PM, it's yeah. MP. Yeah. Um, talking about the Welsh votes. Because uh, for they the vote... listeners, uh, MP stands for Minister Prime. Just wanted to <laughs> clear that up. Member of Parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying that the Welsh vote was like a protest vote mm-hmm. in his mind. Mm. Um, I don't know how true this is because... Again, like, right? People 
maybe a protest vote in the sense that it's like writing in bernie sanders for the general election right that idea where it's just like oh this is what i believe in like screw you hillary and trump like i just want to i think it was more like um okay like it's absolutely certain like in their minds it's absolutely certain that we'll stay in the eu because why would you leave yeah um so i'm gonna like make it known that i'm not happy with the status quo by voting leave okay so next time um, anyone who's Welsh, please yeah. just uh, select or, what you actually think is sane and then write in on the top, right. we hate you, or something else that's like... Or, any, <laughs> any, or anyone here who's thinking, there's no way Trump could get in, right. but they want to make a protest vote, don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> vote for who you think is going to be <sighs> yeah. the best um, Right. The best out, out of... Yeah. Out of your choices. Right. Out of the people who could reasonably win. Right. Vote um, for... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I get... Hmm. Uh, but I don't... Like, you have to take that with a pinch of salt. Is that a little more than a grain? <laughs> Is that just a few grains? Yeah, it's a few grains. Okay. Like, a bit more than just... A pinch could have, like, a thousand grains. Yeah, no, I... Easily. So you should really consider it. You really should. But... But... Um, it's not a bag of salt. Or a so, cup of sugar. Right. What I'm saying is that a lot of people who voted leave in Wales uh, probably do want to leave the EU. I think this was just oh, yeah. this politician. Huh. Because he wanted to stay. So I think he... He was trying to frame it in, right. in a way that... Yeah. Huh. And he's he's up for maybe a recount or a revote or a... I, no one suggested anything like that. <clears throat> yeah. A recount or a re- revote. Every everyone has said like, well, I guess we need to stick with the um, outcome. Uh, there, there is. Uh, I think there are other options. I don't know. Um, other options? What do you, what do you mean? To leaving than... the EU that would still uphold the referendum. Um, like what the referendum said is that we should leave the EU because we're mad about these things. But if you could address those things oh. while also staying in the EU, then you could. Right. There would be some um, political back and forth to um, make that happen. I listened to the the real Planet Money podcast about <laughs> this, and um, they um, they had a point that was there's this group of people that are saying like the no big deal camp that's like this is fine don't worry about it right and their point is um there are currently countries like norway i think um that they're not technically in the eu right but they're effectively in the EU. like yes they follow almost all of the rules that it takes to be in the eu and they have kind of free and open trade and yep um i don't know about like the passport situation or like visas or whatever but um but like economically they're effectively part of the eu right so there's ways to not technically be in it but still like yeah have it not really matter one way or another it is to a at the you know the big kind of picture it is it is a little frustrating that we're doing that though because at the moment we have a say like we have um officials that we elect that go and um, represent um, England in EU politics. Right. Um, so, um, I mean, it is very similar to 
the idea of states and the federal government. Yeah. Huh. I guess the, the, the huge difference is that we have a, um, I think, like, a country's national identity is much stronger than a state's identity. <laughs> Depends on who you talk to. Yeah, I guess it does. Um, yeah. But in terms of, like, a... Well, there's more history, right, yes. there. Like, just in terms of sheer <laughs> time. Yeah. Right? England has been this force for so long. Right. Um one one thing that is um alarming is not so much the um leaving the EU and um you know all of the what does this actually mean and all of the pros and cons but what's more alarming is the rise of like uh nationalism within the country mm-hmm. is the fact that um 50% of the people who voted potentially voted for reasons that i don't think are good Hmm. there's a lot of anti-immigration oh yeah um feelings right in the uk and the um which um you know probably coincide with the older population yes um that split kind of traditional feeling conservative feeling of yeah not isolation or not that's the wrong word but yeah right Keep our borders strong. Keep our yep. Keep the so um, other people out. Yeah, yeah. My granddad, for instance, yep, um, would have voted leave. I haven't asked him, but he definitely would have. Yeah. Um, and we share very little mm. in terms of opinions on these sorts of things. Yep. And he's very much in the camp of Britain is for British people. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and not for anyone else. And yeah, I've been trying to, I don't know it's, yeah, we see, so we're seeing a lot of that kind of thinking, um, in the Trump kind of camp, um, you know, don't let Muslims come into the country. Yep. Don't let Mexicans in, like just so many, right. Um, America's America. And I just can't, um. I don't know. It just feels like such a small worldview of right of um I know that there's some there's some like pride in there of like this is who we are, identity. Right. But um I just can't get over the fact that we're all immigrant like especially in America I feel like is even you know, right. We're such recent immigrants to oh. this place. Yeah. I guess that it's like uh, we we've spoken. I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. We've spoken before. Be uh, that we're a race who enjoys pattern matching and putting people in buckets and right. setting up an us and then them. Right. And it's very easy to dehumanize them. Right. Um, and to play devil's advocate a bit, uh, we have been quote unquote fighting a war on terror mm-hmm. for fifteen years. Yep. Um. And so I guess I can understand that small worldview in a way. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying like I agree with it and I think it's right the right thing, but I can there it requires a lot of simplification, right? Right. To have that view. But, but I think I think as a species we're 
good at doing that. Yeah, at simplifying and saying, we, oh, yeah, we simplify this thing happened, difficult problems. That person looks like this person. Right. Uh, relative to what I look like. <laughs> yeah. And so, therefore, they're dangerous or potentially dangerous and shouldn't enter our country. Right. And they're, but, they're the problem and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. But I, I don't think the fix, like, the problem is that there's uh, people oversimplifying this and having a um, this gut reaction mm -hmm. to these events. I don't think the fix to this problem is to just write off people as bigoted and small-minded and that there's no way to fix that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, um, there's clearly a problem. Yeah, yeah. The fix isn't just to be like, well, they're just monsters. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fix is, but... Yeah. Um... Probably reaching out and diversify. Like, yeah, it's, it's talking weird. to these people. Well, that plus, like, I it's think, like even then, I just said these people. <laughs> I just like, like at a, put at them a, in a bucket at a greater level. Um, stepping above, kind of the specifics of that, you know, of the kind of the Muslim American thing. Um, in general, I think like. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, not a chicken and egg thing, but racism and kind of xenophobia, mm. I think, like for me, I think ironically, the solution is to bring these people together, like right. have m more diversity in communities. And um, because that's from my experience, I think that is, it's important to just, if you just see people that are in these groups that's then they become human to you right right the more you yeah. don't see people or you just see them on the news or you just see them the less human they are yeah the, yeah the the more distant you are like from them in your mind and right you can't it's just so it makes me feel dumb as a human right like that it's like right we can't we but, have to like be with that group to right. to be able to kind of bridge that gap in your mind of like no these these people are just people you know but i do think that a lot of people who have that opinion of mm -hmm. okay you need to diversify and get out and meet more people yeah have a dark um dehumanized opinion of uh supporters of <laughs> yeah, yeah trump yeah um yeah, <laughs> I think um, we're all guilty of it, and I think right. recognizing that and no, totally, um, we need more empathy all around. I think right, um, which might actually be uh, one of the common themes of this podcast. <laughs> it's, there's not a whole lot of themes, but, but there might be an empathy piece. An empathy, yeah. Um, something that yeah, yeah, we're bad at, but that's okay. Well, and it's. Well, it's related to the filter bubble thing too, right? Because right. the the more you stick with what you know and what and the people that you know and the the viewpoints that you're comfortable with, right? The harder it is, I think, to bridge those gaps. Yes, right. If you're in this this literal, not literal, but yeah, this figurative bubble for so long, and then like someone's in this other bubble, and then it's like you need to communicate. You, it's so hard to line up 
because right one person's been listening to Glenn Beck for 10 years, the other person's been listening to whoever. Yeah. Um and it's just yeah, I think it's really cool that you've been listening to Glenn Beck. It's been uh I think thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's been it's been challenging. Um, but are there things that you find that you agree with? Ever? There, I mean, you have to There are moments uh yes, there are moments where I um I have appreciated the the viewpoint. Right. Um, The one thing I want, I took out of it that I want to like embrace more is getting, um, getting more viewpoints from people in the military. Okay. Um, There was one episode focusing on um, this cause um, related to how many veterans commit suicide. It's like a crazy number. Yeah. Um, all service people in general, I think that was the bucket that they were going for. But I think it's, um, like 21 American service, like former service people or current service people, 21 people a day commit suicide. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. So that was, um, the one podcast was like an interview with the guy who I think started that kind of website about that cause and trying to trying to reach out to veterans more and, and so bringing support to them and saying that, um, you know, just solidarity and right. trying to find, um, mental, um, mental health services. And so from what I am general support from, them. from what I understand, the military has gradually shrunk over the years. Um, in, in what way? So I, I heard a surprising I don't, statistic. I don't think the budget has. The other day. No, I don't think it has. Um, I had a surprising statistic the other day, which is that um, the number of employees that the government has on payroll has stayed steady since the 70s or 80s. Um, And there's been a reduction in military employees and an increase in federal employees. Hmm. Um, but I, I think the government still wastes a lot of money because it hires a lot of contractors and that's how it sort of gets around this. Shh. <laughs> Can't waste money on contract. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you most definitely can. Um, Sorry, you can't waste money on consultants. Yeah. Contractors. That's always a waste. Yeah. Um, but 21 a day, that's high. Yeah, I mean, I, I no, mean, how no many, number is good, but, but that does seem actually, alarming. It does. It does. But then, how many? <clears throat> I guess how many veterans are put back into the states a day? Back into the states. Like, what is the percentage there? Like, twenty-one is a is a large number, but twenty-one of a hundred thousand. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Like, how does that compare to... I mean, there's um, a lot of veterans. There's veterans yeah, from, I'm, you know, back like, from Vietnam and... I'm not... Um, all the way to... Right. Modern day. And, I imagine I imagine the number is high. Mm-hmm. But I'd love a comparison of um, suicides for veterans versus suicides in civilian life. Yeah. As a percentage, because one number will right, be right, bigger right. than the other. The, yeah. To yeah. see the... the to see what that difference is. Um, like, is but, it... 
but either it, either way right yeah is it you're five times more likely to yeah, yeah yeah um i think there's definitely definitely a correlation yeah. but um that would be interesting to see but um but kind of above the numbers i the point like the where i want to get to is is exploring that i don't know I, speaking of empathy mm. i i cannot fathom what it takes to i don't know like volunteering for the military was never something on my radar right and i have family members who did that and i think that is super courageous and brave and like i'm totally like proud of that right um but um but it's hard for me to relate to that because i just i i don't know i'm not i've never been in that um kind of soldier mentality um it's a group that is distant from yeah so i want to feel more i don't know i wanted to listen to more stories and more um viewpoints from people who have been in the military and been overseas and been in combat and see how that kind of um affects my my viewpoint right um i think it's complicated right it's not there's no like oh this is the military viewpoint this since i was in the service uh this is how i feel about things so i I don't want to like simplify that either and say that oh i just need to talk to them and get this very specific viewpoint it's not it's yeah americans that are you know there's not this specific it's not a simple bucket right yeah um none of them are none of them are true right which is part of yeah part of (laughs) yeah what we're trying to get at here but um but that's just a specific thing that I want to um, learn more about and right and um, see how that how uh, being a service person can affect your viewpoints and your political views and right um, your stances on. See, I want I wonder how basic income would affect the VA hmm. um, because I yeah. from what I understand, a lot of veterans do end up homeless there's a struggle yeah to kind of there can be a struggle to find your yeah place back in reintegrate um, into the economy and yeah the so the guy that i was talking about who um was talking about this the suicide issue was um severely wounded lost a leg at least a leg um and he was a machine gunner in the marines and he was like, yeah, I was shocked when I came back to the States and realized it's pretty like having machine gunner, Marines, machine gunner on your resume, you know, (laughs) yeah, seems like it should do something for you. But he's talking about the struggle of how does that relate to civilian jobs and experience and trying to match that up. Like it's, it's, it didn't really for him. And he struggled with that and um, became addicted to, like an insane number of like pain medication and out of, you know, out of his injuries and stuff and just um, had a really rough time with addiction. And so that was part of his, he was like close to, you know, really killing himself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think that was an interesting story that brought me out of my, um, out of my comfort zone a little bit and uh i appreciated that specific thing right there are other parts in that podcast that you know i didn't agree with 
right that specific episode even that was like uh, kind of yeah some cringe moments that i was like okay but i tried to look past that and and um get kind of the bigger picture right there um which i think was good but yeah um hopefully uh katie from massachusetts will um not freak out when i (laughs) it's like who are you listening to (laughs) is that glenn beck again i'm like yeah (laughs) um but uh yeah but i think it's been a useful exercise right um it is kind of weird because um you can't completely neutrally listen to anything because you're supporting that like you're a number in their advertising budget now like oh we got one more listener right like right but i guess i guess also um it's interesting you use the word neutrally yeah because you also you can't you go in painted by your own oh, experiences yeah. and you opinions. Right, exactly. You can't, you can't come just, into anything. Yeah, you can't just take it in. Right. And be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I think is a good thing in a way, right? You, If you if you did, if you were complete, <laughs> completely neutral, <laughs> just then anyone could just keep, yeah, you're just like, yeah. oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> then, you know. You, you don't have but it would be that nice, history is important but, but it would be nice to um take things in and not just discount them it's like the um, yeah yeah selection bias or whatever mm-hmm. you're like oh everyone yeah <laughs> seems to think this and it's because you're discounting all of the examples where they don't right i think um the way i did this though was was um i was explicitly making an effort to right right yeah um, and that's not neutral. I think if it was, if it's just in passing, it's easier to, yeah, it yeah. is easier to um, completely discount things. But I was trying to like, yeah, have somewhat of a, um, basically be open enough to let me continue listening to an episode <laughs> without turning it off. Um, um, but um, yeah, try it out. Good. Maybe don't everyone listen to Glenn Beck. Maybe just spread out. You know, find <laughs> your own thing that is different maybe you listen to glenn back now maybe listen to npr maybe uh msnbc i don't know um yeah i did uh so immediately after the referendum there were all these uh um news posts about uh the pound dropping in value dramatically yeah in england becoming um like uh, being having its credit downgraded and mm. um, becoming a, a smaller economy than France. Wow! Um, and <laughs> that I'm, I'm just guessing that British people don't like that. No comparison, not at all. <laughs> um, but I, I was reading all these and I was like, huh, maybe I should buy some pounds. <laughs> buy low, <laughs> yeah, for a while, <laughs> because I'm sure this will spring back and yeah. Um, but well, a lot of people were sure that the referendum, would, yeah. you know, wouldn't pass either. Um, but a huge amount in financial terms, I guess, is 5%. 5%, sorry. Drop. Oh, yeah. In value. Yeah. And I was like, mm. Yeah, I mean, the, market, 5% the U.S. markets were um, like 8% down or something. Like, yeah. pretty serious. Um, and the, yeah, so the, the... I guess I'll check now. Maybe The I pound should. was down to what it was like in the early 80s or something like way mm. 
30 years or something of really i mean it just doesn't seem it didn't seem that drastic to you yeah maybe know. it's because i'm comparing it against the dollar and that's also dropped <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know because i want because i have dollars <laughs> and i want pounds <laughs> right um because we'll we'll like visit um at some point yeah and i'm thinking yeah you'll be just flowing with no it's gone up one oh, uh, really yeah one pound is 1.37 dollars was 1.34 yesterday huh. but that doesn't seem like a i don't maybe maybe i'm trivializing it i don't know i have no like economics yeah are such a mystery to me <laughs> and i think every like i think that's part of the problem is that there's such a mystery to even economists right i don't know it's i did hear a horrifying quote um the other day which was someone saying we're tired of being told by experts what to do Just yeah like, oh please so that, please don't get tired of that so a lot of people um i don't know a lot of people's probably the wrong way to say it but some news outlets have saying that have been saying that um the eu refer- referendum might have some might be like um um foreshadowing what might happen with the u.s election yes and one of the reasons that they had was because that kind of thinking um, is there, right? Of right. don't let the experts tell us what to do. Right. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. If we don't have experts telling us what to do, <laughs> yeah, how do we know like, what to do? Right. That's the, whole, that's the whole point of someone becoming an expert. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that we don't all have to be experts. Yeah, that's specialization. That is, <laughs> right. Um, but I, I don't know. I can, I can empathize with that. Yeah. With that feeling though, too. Especially with right. like economic es- experts, because I kind of, I'm not a relativist in general. Like, I think there is truth to be had. Right. Like, I don't know. Economics just feels. But I think it's also, um, like it points to a problem, which is that um, I don't think uh, stuff is being communicated in a efficient way. Mm-hmm. So people are like, well, I don't want an expert to just tell me what the answer is. Mm. So, yeah. So you think there's there needs to be some... I don't, I don't think there's an inherent like, oh, experts are rubbish. Okay. I think it's like if... You think people will trust experts if they're shown some sort of... Exactly. Like, show me your work. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, you, you've gotten to this conclusion. Okay, now tell me in, like, you know... Layperson's uh, terms. Right. Yeah. Where I don't have to become an expert. Right. At least your line of thinking and how you got there, rather than just, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's true, partially, for some people. That'll, that'll work. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, speaking of kind of bridging our, our political, um, countries and what's going on. So Trump was in Scotland. Yes. Um, commissioning a new golf course. Oh. Um, I don't know if it was his, if it's his golf course or if he's an investor or if he just was invited. I don't know. He just, but (laughs) okay, sure. He's there to be at a golf course that's cool enjoy that so he was there for that and um um he tweeted about how (laughs) 
the Scottish people are, are so excited to take their country back. Right. And to be independent again. And um, when in reality, the Scotland, like people in Scotland did not like they very much voted to stay. Right. I don't know what the numbers are there. Yeah. But it was not what he, he was completely out of touch basically with what they actually, how they actually voted um, um, and why and what that meant for them. Right. Um, and then he Again, was implying that America should be the same way and be completely yeah, kind of... Um, but again, like, was he completely out of touch? I'm sure he met with... I imagine he went there and he met... Everyone he met said they wanted to <laughs> leave because yeah. they would share... His, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean... I guess it's a question of what you what you consider to be out of touch. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, was he out Based of touch? Based on the information that he had on that golf course. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like, the people here seem to... They're loving it. <laughs> they're loving all this. Um, <laughs> uh, having having said that. But, like, the, this... The... Um, Scotland had a, their own referendum to... Ugh. Having said that, Scotland, the result was uh, 38% of Scotland voted to leave. To leave. And 62% yeah, no. voted yeah. to stay. Ugh. And a lot of the, the thinking there was that um, Scotland had the, the referendum to vote whether or not to stay in the UK or not recently, right? right? And a lot of the reasons why they wanted to, um, to stay was to stay, stay in, in, in the Europe. EU. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's just like, oh, yeah, awesome. Okay, we're like, whatever. We don't love UK, UK. Right. We don't love Britain, but whatever. At least we're part of the EU. We have, we can count on our economy being stabilized by that kind yep. of alliance. And then <laughs> the UK is like, well, nah. Yeah. Scotland should, yeah. Scotland may leave <laughs> yeah. the UK and join the EU. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So then it will be the United Kingdom minus Scotland. Um, hmm. I don't know if there's a name for that. I don't think there is yet. It will be the UK in the future. Maybe Scotland just, leaves maybe the, just UK. the K. Just the K. Maybe just the kingdom. The kingdom. <laughs> the kingdom and Northern Ireland. The <laughs> semi-united yeah. kingdom. Um, I will... But then, I, like, I will... Ireland's part of the EU... Right. So it'll be Ireland and Scotland in the EU and then the rest of... <laughs> I don't want to give an official Hunchpig stance on this issue, but we are drinking Murphy's Stout. We are. From the good country of Ireland within the European <laughs> Union. Right. Anyway. Yeah. But I bought it with dollars, not with... Not with euros. euros. Yeah. So in the name of balance, next week we should drink... Uh, Boddingtons? <laughs> well, no. I don't like Boddingtons. No? No. Too pale? Uh, it's too creamy. It is It is quite it creamy. makes me uncomfortable. The nitrogen. How creamy it is. Uh, I don't think it's nitrogen. It makes me comfortable. Mm. <laughs> I feel comfortable from it. It leaves a film on your mouth. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> what is a... So what British beer do you I like buy? a lot of ales. Can you buy over here? Oh, um, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, 
I don't know. There's not much. There's not much. From what I've seen. Like, Boddington's is, if like, you go the, to, like... Right. If you go to the import section in a big... Uh, store? Al- alcohol store. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we call them. That only sells alcohol. Alcohol stores. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's our nickname. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can get, uh, usually, the, like, Hobgoblin stuff. Hobgoblin. Okay. Um, which is good. I forget what the brewery is for that, but it's an old English brewery. Okay. Um, there's um. Do, 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 do. There's T E A, which is quite nice. T E A. Yeah, it's a bitter. From that, from them, or is uh, that a brand? That's T-E-A. a brand. It's its own brand. Okay. Yeah. Or it's a beer. Yep. Um, there's. Have you heard of Brewdog? Yes. Brewdog there's is like a Scottish. Oh, are they Scottish? Yeah. Okay. Um, they, I, all I knew is that their website was .co.uk. <laughs> yeah. So like, oh, I don't know, Britain. Um, so they make Tactical Nuclear Penguin. Whoa. Which used to be the strongest beer in the world. Oh, nice. Um, and then it was... they. they f- to me, they feel like the dogfish head of... Of. The UK. Yeah. Um, they... I don't know if I told you this, but they released all of their um, their recipes to homebrewers oh nice there's a pdf you can oh that's they have cool. homebrew recipes for every single one of their beers it's like hundreds yeah um so might be something you want to use for inspiration for for brewing make some tax colony killer penguin but they're yeah they're they're all about kind of the um they seem to be inspired by the american kind of craft beer yeah movement more than the traditional english scottish ale yeah kind of thing that's two percent oh my gosh <laughs> that 32 percent 32 percent you do not drink a bottle of it basically no, it no. comes in normal <laughs> it does yeah but it's like a bottle it, of whiskey it looks like a point. normal beer oh my gosh but it's that's 32 percent uh, i don't know if that should be legal for that to <laughs> look like a oh yeah just having a beer yeah yikes Um, but I think like a, there was another European brewer who made a stronger beer. Uh huh. Um, and so they released another beer that was like 40%. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because they wanted to have the strongest. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That is impressive. Yeah. I, um, I've had worldwide stout from Dogfish Head, which is, I think it's 18%. I thought that was really high. Yeah. I mean, that is. 30, I mean, it is. It, it tastes like, it's hard to make a beer that strong taste not bad. Right. So I can't imagine what a 30-some <laughs> percent beer tastes like. Yikes. Maybe snake, we should, we snake should have... Snake Venom uh, is currently the world's strongest beer. Whoa. 67.5%. <laughs> wow. Scottish Brewery Brewmeister. 60... No, that's not a beer. Snake Venom is what it's that called. That is a... That is insane. That is a strong whiskey. That is a really <laughs> strong whiskey. Which is very high considering beers are typically under 10%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 67%. Snake oh. venom. All right, for our... Okay, we're going to get some snake for venom. For our 1,000th episode. 1,000th? I think we should have some snake venom. It's going to take us a while to get there if and we then keep we'll, losing episodes. And then we'll literally just die. <laughs> just one each. Yeah. I and mean, we'll be like 100. I don't know how old we'll be. Yeah. 1,000 episodes. 
It's a lot. A thousand episodes? Yeah. We'll be like if a we thousand do, years old. If we do 52 a year? Let's say 50. 50? We've already... Missed a couple? Yeah. Is that yeah. 20 years? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be about... Yeah, it'll be about time to die at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, this is not an ageist podcast, I promise. Is being ageist bad? Um, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, maybe. How do you I said it, bad? but it's it's not the same as saying is being sexist racist bad. Or, yeah, yeah, racist. Hmm. It's a group of people yeah. that you think is less than because they're different in Close, a certain Closer aspect. to death. Or farther from death. I mean, it goes both ways. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, old people don't like young people. That's true. I'm not going to like young people. No, I won't either. They're not going to like me either. I already don't like young people. <laughs> well, those young kids in their 20s. Those rapscallions. Wait a second. <laughs> those kids with their basic income yeah (laughs) running around with their back in two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month (laughs) basic income yeah that's a lot back in my day if you didn't work you lived on the street (laughs) that was basic (laughs) (laughs) i don't like it (laughs) it is pretty basic yeah I think that's an episode. All right. Till next time. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to give us money, uh, we don't have basic income right now. Yeah. So this is don't, actually... Don't just give us money. If you would like right. to reach our listeners yeah. with your unique message, Uh huh. Yeah, that's better. Right. Right. Um, should we have like a basic income option where it's like a recurring thing? Right. <laughs> I, where i guess i don't you're gonna have to keep explaining well so they don't sponsor so we don't read their sponsorship no one but sponsors they just us. give us a basic income to do this yeah no i like that um so that's also available uh brand new yep it's brand new so that's We've exciting just thought of it uh if you want to do that yep um just uh, send us money i guess yeah um i'll take care of that so if you just want to send it to me yep um i won't but someone quick. else will Ian, um, Ian in Massachusetts on an envelope. Maybe Swamp Scott. <laughs> Ian in Massachusetts. And that should get here. Should make it. Um, Once a month. Make sure you do a check and not like a money order where you have to pay up front just in case anything right. gets lost. I don't want to yeah. be re- responsible for that. I, mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't. I wouldn't be. <laughs> it's really your fault. Uh, <laughs> you should have got the address right. Yeah. Also not listen to us. Um, but yeah, basic income. Let's try it here. Yeah. First. Before we vote on it. <laughs> so we know what it is. and uh, Yeah. We'll give you guys the verdict. Yeah. <laughs>